listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey Faith, do we have any patrons to thank? We do. Oh my gosh. Yay! Tila W. Tila W. Thank you. Kelly. Kelly, you're awesome. And Electro Josh. Electro Josh. Nice. Keep it up. Thanks so much, guys. Hey, Faith, I got a question. Yeah, what's your question? What's intersex? Oh my gosh. A very rich topic Mm -hmm. that... Before we start talking about it, we should mention that, uh, as far as we know, neither you nor I are intersexed people. Good point, as far as we know. As far as we know. You're right. Yeah. We could both be intersex. Yeah, we could be. Our noisy dogs could both be intersex as well. We could be, yeah. As far (laughs) as we know, we do not have direct experience of the intersex life. I am not intersex. You are not intersex. That we are aware of. That we are aware of. We're probably likely not, since we're both in our mid to late 30s. Sure, but neither of us have tried to reproduce. We haven't. And we'll get to those details in a moment. But the fact of the matter is that the intersex experience and the concept of intersex and examples of being intersex are relevant for gay people, trans people, non-binary people, Queer people, bisexual people. Yeah. I mean, this is a a population of people that are sadly kind of invisible because society and the medical community have spent, oh gosh, the last however many years working hard to make sure they're invisible. Yeah. And they are a minority. We're talking about 1% or maybe less of the population, of course, studies very wildly, but... Uh, it's a small group of people, but 1% isn't nothing. 1%. It's 30 million Americans. It's redheads. Yeah. How many are redheads smaller than 1%? They're 1%. Wow. There's another 1% out there that wields 80% of the wealth and yeah. 99% of the power on the what planet. they're all intersex redhead million- billionaires? Oh, my God. This changes everything. It could be the same 1%. Then we wouldn't even be talking about this. Intersex would just be another thing that is yeah. so integrated into our culture. It wouldn't even have a word. Mm, that's true. I don't so, think yeah. the 1% is this 1%. It's not the same 1%, but it is far more common than most people realize. And again, mm-hmm. that's because there was a systematic effort to try to erase this. I mean. Um, and, try to, and try to get these people into a certain box because that. Gender is a binary. Because, yeah, that's that's how people thought society needed to function. Right. And if people are outside the binary, we better fix them. And, and I want to believe that well-intentioned doctors only meant for the best. And this child, this infant was born with a defect in their genitals and we fixed it and everything's fine now. But there's more to it than that. Yeah, a lot more. So we're talking about this this week because of an amazing, awesome, excellent, funny, detailed Twitter thread by Twitter user Delaney Rocks, and we'll have a link to this thread down below. Delaney, thank you so much. She just started doing this thread, and it just went crazy. It went viral, got follows, got likes, got reshared. It's all over the place. We shared it on Facebook and Twitter. If you haven't seen it, the link is down below. I strongly recommend that you read it. But you're going to be hearing a lot of it today, which she very kindly gave us permission to 
mine this Twitter thread for information about yeah. what it is to be intersex and also to be relevant for our podcast, how it relates to transgender people, intersex people, non-binary people, queer people, gay people, and everyone in between. Yeah, CI and LGBTQAI. Exactly. And there's a lot of misunderstanding about what intersex is. It just means between sex. So this is interesting. This is where it really starts to reveal how our culture has a very arbitrary definition of what it is to be male yeah. or female. And nothing in between. There is no gray. It is one or the other. Binary, zero or one. Black or white. Yes or no. On or off. Yeah. We know that's bullshit. You know that's bullshit. We'll get to why it is arbitrary in a few minutes. But what is it to be intersex? So intersex people, you know, they can identify male, female, neither. They can identify both, somewhere in between. There's an innate sense of who you are that's sort of separate from your genetics. And intersex people can actually have a range of chromosome types for those who didn't pay attention in high school biology. <laughs> the majority of people have either XY or XX. XY males, XX females. That's all anyone ever is, ever, yeah. forever, period. Amen. And there's actually some very common variations on that. You mm -hmm. can be XXY. Mm -hmm. You can be, this is an interesting one. X, 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 X. It's a lot of chromosomes. You could be X, O. And there's also yeah. a situation of an X, Y person who happens to have something called androgen insensitivity syndrome, mm -hmm. meaning X, Y chromosomes traditionally associated with maleness. But if your cells don't have the receptors for androgens, meaning male hormones, andro meaning male, if your receptors can't detect or pick up or connect to testosterone, you look female. And super, super, super duper gorgeous female. female. Clear skin, long yeah. legs, big tits. Wow, there is, basically there's no testosterone in your system. It's in your system, but your system doesn't see it, recognize it, use it. Yeah. So you might as well be completely testosterone free. There's a theory that Marilyn Monroe had yeah. androgen insensitivity syndrome. At any rate, someone with this androgen insensitivity syndrome, AIS, would test as someone with XY chromosomes. Yeah. But if they don't pick up on any of that testosterone signal, then you look, feel, act, and in a lot of cases, think female. Yeah. And this has actually been an issue, the Olympics, mm. because I don't know if this... I, I believe that back in the, at the East Germans back in the 80s when mm -hmm. there was a GDR were actually accused of using men disguised as women as, mm -hmm. as athletes. And some people actually think that it had more to do with giving their female athletes a shit ton of testosterone to boost their performance. Could be. But the point is Olympics does genetic testing. Mm -hmm. And this has kind of really screwed a lot of people who suddenly discover after years of work and effort in their sports that they're that they might be disqualified because mm -hmm. of their chromosomes and the international olympic committee we can put a link down to an article i read below but they are working on this mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's complicated and the international olympic committee is acknowledging how complicated yeah. it is it's good that they're not just saying there are men and there are women period. And if there's any variation from this, they are automatically disqualified. They're working on it. Yeah. So that's good. 
Sort I guess. Of, yeah. The fact of the matter is, it's not just XX and XY. And even if it were, there's variations within that. But it can be complicated to be an intersex person for a lot of reasons. But one of the reasons is, like Faith was saying, you don't always find out until late in life. A lot of times they aren't born with ambiguous genitalia. That would be, yeah, in some cases, the very first signal. The baby comes out. It's, uh, hmm. We give me a minute because it could be a very small penis. It could be an enlarged clitoris. It could be ambiguous in some other way. That could be sign one, and that doesn't always happen. Sign two, puberty doesn't happen. Yeah. Maybe the person, your child who you've been raising as male, doesn't start to have their voice crack, doesn't have acne. Maybe your daughter doesn't start to menstruate, doesn't start to develop breasts. You take them in for a test, you find out intersex. And maybe infancy, puberty go exactly as expected, but as an adult, they find out they're infertile. Well, let's go to the doc. Let's figure it out. Look at your chromosomes. Turns out you're intersex. And in a lot of cases, intersex people are infertile. Not all of them, but a lot of them. And you could actually have that. That's one of those things. It's like, think about the last time you got your chromosomes tested. For most people, it's never zero, zero. Yeah, that's they the just last don't time. test for it. Yeah, and so you could you could literally be intersex your entire life. I never know it. I never know it. Mm-hmm. And we might be because we are not interested in reproducing. Yeah. So you know, we could be infertile. There are even cases where it's people who are not born this way, but people who are exposed to certain medications or pesticides. I feel like these are. Fewer and fewer because they've yeah. figured this out well, about in the utero, pesticides. I, was, I assume. Yeah. Yes, I yes. read one of them was DDT, mm-hmm. which has been banned for numerous other things. Yes, uh, but that's just one of the the wonderful effects of the toxin, exactly of the um, pesticide DDT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are links down below for more information about this. But there are ways that this happens. None of them can be predicted. No. But it's a totally normal, legitimate thing. Totally not the person's quote unquote fault or quote unquote choice. Yeah. It's just how some people are. Quite a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about intersex people is that it breaks a lot of societal issues to quote delaney rocks it muddies the waters defining what it means to be a man or a woman and that means a lot of constructs fall apart uh, specifically patriarchal constructs most arguments of transgender critics just fall apart when you factor in intersex yeah i mean that's something like on the ford from your grandma or fox news they're always like there's man (laughs) and woman and that's it Mm -hmm. and it's like well no it's actually way more complicated than that yeah maybe you didn't go to biology class yeah maybe they didn't talk about this in biology class maybe you've chosen to selectively forget that particular part of biology class because you know what yeah it's complicated so yeah there's different gender roles even sexes don't fall into male or female Mm -hmm. one of the examples i love this example thank you delaney rocks again is she said for example i am intersex i have boobs can i show a picture of my boobs on facebook men can women can't why because women's bodies are sexualized and commodified so what about delaney rocks can she put her boobs on facebook why not yeah that's that gets into an inner a lot of 
tricky questions that I can imagine. Mm -hmm. Because I I could also imagine if you're intersex, the whole restroom issue where you're like, well, this is the men's restroom. This is the women's restroom. Mm -hmm. You're intersex. What are you going to do? Are they going to go test chromosomes? They could have little, a while. little blood tests at the at the place for the creepy people who are like, you're not, you're, let me test That's not you. Yeah, yeah. prove it. Prove yeah. it. Okay, birth certificate. Well, because again, birth certificates are going to have whatever the doctor decided was going to be the best way, quote unquote, for this child to be raised. So since so- it's a binary and based on polls of, of intersex people after they've grown up. Sounds like doctors guessed wrong about half the time. Wow. As you'd expect. That's chance, yeah. And then we should say real quick that for a long time in the medical community, when an intersex baby was born, as Kath mentioned, you know, the doctors want this child to have a good life. Mm -hmm. And at the time, and this is still probably the case, sadly, in a lot of cases, Mm -hmm. the doctors would say, okay, we can basically do something we can do a surgical fix on the child's genitals Mm -hmm. make it look most likely female because that's easier to Mm -hmm. do than Mm -hmm. making a penis i think actually i watched the documentary this australian documentary and link down below but that doc was hailed by a lot of intersex groups is really supportive of intersex people but he was still in favor of genital surgery on infants and his decision was always opt towards making a penis and raising the child male and that's because which this is sort of pragmatic of the doctor farther down the line if it turns out the doctor gets wrong it's easier to fix the other way that's interesting isn't it yeah i'm of the opinion and i think a lot of intersex people are of this opinion that let the kids decide leave it alone oh my god yeah 100 percent. this is a big big movement Because it is non-consensual genital surgery on infants. And we'll get to that in a minute, but it's big. It's important. It matters. And this is why we need to talk about this. So like you get into with the bathrooms and stuff. So there's so much that our society depends on this binary. Mm -hmm. And we can literally show... Obviously, that this this binary doesn't really exist mentally. Your self-identified gender can be all over a spectrum Mm -hmm. and so it's always been the thing well like well biological sex is male female now we can see that biological sex not male or female either so usually male or female we'll go with that we'll accept that this is a a small portion of the population but it's not 100 percent, and that is critically important yeah because i don't know who to oppress Oppress them all. Who am I supposed to oppress? I can't tell who to give privilege to and who to oppress. So, LGBTQIAA. Yeah. Remember that busy acronym or quilt bag? Quilt bag, yes. Mm -hmm. One of the issues that Delaney Rocks brings up is that people also try to actively exclude intersex from LGBT spaces with this kind of delineation that one is about sexuality and one is about gender. And that's complicated obviously we've talked in the past about how transgender is different from gay because transgender refers to just your own identity your own gender identity and that's it it's just that one factor whereas gay refers to both your gender identity and the identity of the gender you're attracted to so it's sort of like two factor versus one factor the fact of the matter is is that both groups experience the same kind of oppression and for that reason 
I think it's good to have everyone together under the acronym. Yeah. So then where does intersex come in? And, you know, intersex is often excluded from those spaces, often excluded from the acronym itself. You don't always see an I. A lot of times it's LGBT, LGBTQ, and other times LGBTQIAA. And as as we've discussed, often we use LGBTQ ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. We get into this on our acronym issue. Some things are just unwieldy. I'm all for inclusion, but we do need a better system. So with quilt bag, at least there's an I in there. Yeah, we've discussed it. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of quilt bag. But the thing about intersex people and their inclusion within the acronym, within those spaces, what Delaney Rocks says, think about it. If you are somewhere between male and female and you are attracted to literally anyone on the planet... You are technically, at least, partially gay. That does make sense. So we've got a very interesting situation if we're talking about the gender you are and the gender you're attracted to, and someone is halfway between the genders in terms of the gender you are. Fraction gays. Fraction gays. I like that. Yeah. The reason this is important and the reason we're talking about this today and the reason we'll ever be talking about this, or other than it's interesting, is... We are talking about a very real situation of forced surgery on babies. Malta is the only place in the world that has outlawed forced surgery on babies. Corrective surgery, reconstructive surgery, whatever a doctor and a parent want to call it. And I understand that urge to make your kid just normal right off the bat. I get it. And from what I've read, parenthood is difficult. And you don't need it to be any harder than it already is. Also, yeah, I mean, it's just that's what is the first stupid announcement when they someone has a baby? They don't say we've had a baby. Mm -mm. It's always it's a boy, it's a girl. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of when you kind of can't say that, you're like, well, fix it. Fix it quick. We're in a hospital right now. Fix it. And that's one of the things that we want to talk about on this episode is that it's. You can't fix something that's not broken. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to say to people that they're broken is not helpful different but not broken no in a lot of cases the surgery renders the child infertile in a lot of cases it damages their sexual function and in roughly half of the cases the doctor guesses wrong and you get gender dysphoria yeah and we know how pleasant that is and this is forced on babies yes yeah as we mentioned in 50 percent of cases this leads to gender dysphoria. Mm-hmm. So you can, in fact, actually be intersex and transgender mm-hmm. on top of that. And again, that's an, another reason why the idea of like letting intersex people be part of this community, it's a better community the more diverse voices we have. Absolutely. Why are we freaking excluding people? What mm-hmm. is this, a junior high lunch table? <laughs> no. This is a movement that benefits all of us. And even in cases where... The doctor does decide, and the doctor and the parents are like, well, okay, we're going to just leave this alone. We're going to see what happens. Yeah. Let's raise the kid, whichever, and we'll go from there. Even then, you know, they might guess wrong. The kid might be non-binary. They yeah. might change their mind. There, There's just as high a chance of that kid being transgender as every other kid who was born that day in the hospital. So... You got to be open to that. You have yeah. got to have an open mind. You got to not be resistant to the concept of intersex and not resistant to the concept of transgender to raise this kid right. 
Apparently, there are a bunch of questions sent to Delaney Rocks, and she answered them, and they're awesome. And one of those questions was, what's the term hermaphrodite? Okay, yeah. Are are you a hermaphrodite? Are you all intersex people hermaphrodites? Mm-hmm. Hermaphrodites, again, for those of you who paid attention, I think this time more in college biology class. <laughs> there are certain, you know, animals, a lot of worms, a lot of sea slugs, things mm-hmm. like that starfish Mm. that can be hermaphroditic which means that often they will have both male and female functioning reproductive systems Mm -hmm. so that basically when uh, i'm just gonna say they're they're flatworms i don't remember exactly what they are but so basically when two come together they each fertilize each other Mm. so basically they have double sex double sex wow yeah can we have double sex? We can't have double sex because... Fuck you. I can have whatever kind of sex there, I want. There aren't human hermaphrodites. Ah. No human is, is is going to have a fully functioning set of male and female coded genitalia. Mm. They are basically... They're intersex. Mm-hmm. They are mm-hmm. somewhere between. And that kind of gets into how the developmental nature of how a, a baby, how all of us kind of came to be. Regardless, no human is a hermaphrodite. No No mammal is a hermaphrodite. We've never been able to do that. We've never done that. We don't do that. Scientifically, they used to use it. They don't use it anymore. They use the term intersex Mm -hmm. now. Because humans basically start out, all humans start out female. And whatever your genetics, you start out female as an embryo. Mm -hmm. And so every male person walking around out there Uh is transgender. In a sense. Not in a sense. For yeah. reals, reals. Yeah. You can't be a hermaphrodite. Humans can't be hermaphrodites. It mm-hmm. can only be intersex, which is somewhere um, between male and female absolutes and, you know, in that gray area. Mm-hmm. Never both at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The existence of intersex people is a problem for people who don't like transgender people mm-hmm. there's a lot of kinds of people who don't like transgender people and there's right-wing bigots and there's hateful uh homophobes and blah 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 i'm talking specifically and i know you don't love this term yeah so i'm not going to use the term mm-hmm. but people who feel like women are only women if they have uteruses and grew up as girls and can get into the michigan women's festival and anyone else who is, quote unquote, trying to, quote unquote, invade, quote unquote, women's, yeah. quote unquote, spaces, blah, blah, blah. So so this group has often been in arguments with transgender people and trans allies. There's a pejorative that rhymes with nerf. Yeah. I believe it at that. Yeah. But we're not going to use the pejorative because no. when they go low, we go high. And they have often been confronted with the existence of intersex people in their arguments because intersex people are very detrimental to their arguments that there can be someone who was raised male who actually has a uterus. There can be someone who was raised female and had an entirely female experience their entire life who turns out has testes and an underdeveloped vagina and no uterus all of these complexities, all of this gray zone, all of these variances from the binary destroy a lot of the arguments 
of these people whose pejorative rhymes with nerf. And one of their responses was, don't use the existence of intersex people in your arguments. Intersex people have asked not to be used that way. They'll say that preemptively because they know you're going to come at them with there are intersex people. And this discussion can be helpful with that. So a lot of the arguments that these transphobic types yeah. use, they need to exclude intersex people. They just have to keep them out of the equation 100%. It's not out of respect for intersex people. It's because it breaks the argument. Yeah, it breaks down any any argument that depends on a binary. If there are intersex people who would have requested to not be, quote-unquote, used that way, our friend Delaney Rocks says those intersex people need to read more. Please bring intersex people into your arguments with people who will try to fight with you about the legitimacy of transgender people because they're the living, breathing, biological demonstration of the variance, the breadth, the complexity of humanity. Yeah. It's a big, people are a great big general mishmash. Yeah. Obviously, there is a patriarchy that exists. There are parts of our society that benefit from dividing people into this binary. Mm -hmm. That exists. That absolutely exists. But the way we liberate ourselves from that binary and from that patriarchy is... By accepting who we really are mm -hmm. and having a big umbrella. And having learning a big about it. Educating yeah, yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And in conclusion, throughout this Twitter thread, Delaney Rocks has received a lot of DMs. Direct messages. Do you want to guess what the most common one was? Um, what's in your pants? What's in your pants, Delaney Rocks? The correct answer is none of your goddamn business, and yeah. it's kind of rude that you even asked. Mm -hmm. Her response is, I have Schrodinger's knickers. I like that. Nice. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Delaney Rocks. Everyone, please check out this Twitter thread. There is a link down below. Follow her on Twitter. She's amazing and funny and smart and educational. And we couldn't have done this episode mm -hmm. without her. No, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And uh, Delaney, you're awesome. Yay. And to those of you in our audience who are listening, obviously I can't address people who aren't listening, no. but intersex people are part of our community. Yeah. And we share a lot of our same struggles with them. Yeah. And the fact that they're struggling against invisibil invisibility, they're struggling to be accepted for who they are, that's part of our struggle. Mm -hmm. So we do need them in our community. And mm. I think the bigger the bigger our umbrella, the more people in our community, the stronger we are. So let's not exclude people and let's learn more about all the wonderful different types of human being that there can be. I agree. And there are some links down below. Really good, helpful, straightforward, interesting information. Educate yourself a little bit. This podcast episode might not have told you everything we didn't go through all the different varieties of this we didn't go through the basics of what a chromosome is a couple of links down below educate yourself it's really interesting stuff yeah. and it's it's all part of what this spectrum is it what is, this gender yeah. spectrum is that we've been talking about this whole time haven't you been listening we've been going on about this from the start yeah. 
All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. All right, everyone. Thank Thank you you so much. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels. We have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards, including drinks with the gender rebels at Stonewall. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us. And send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com or find us on Twitter at The Gender Rebels. Music for The Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. The Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production copyright 2018. All rights reserved. And to all you gender rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye. Electro Josh. Nice. Keep it up. Thanks so much, guys. Hey, Faith. I have an itchy dog. Yeah. You want to hear about my itchy dog? The itchy dog just stopped. It's itchy right at the collar. Yeah. Okay. I think she's good. Okay. Do you want to redo? Nope. No, I don't. My dog is still itchy. Look how good I'm recording, though. I'm right up on the mic. Yeah. Can you, you get right up on the mic? I am right up on the mic. Do you think she's trying to contribute to the podcast? She might be. Oh, she found her pillow. Good girl. You smart girl. Oh, it smells like me. All right. Hey, Faith, I got a question. Yeah, what's your question?